Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth. Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking and re-examining concepts, ideas, traditions, and challenging your beliefs from American pop culture and your Christian denominational circles. How? By the renewing of your mind through God's Word and open radio conversation. A great aspect of, of being an athlete is that you, you must learn how to fail. The, the most amazing baseball players in the world, get this, fail seven out of every ten at-bats. If you, if you can fail seven out of every ten at-bats, you can be a multimillionaire. Did you know that? Um, ironically, the most successful uh, home run hitters in baseball also appear on the all-time strikeout list. That means people like Reggie Jackson, Mickey Mantle, and I know this is going to hurt, Ken Griffey Jr., while they hit the most home runs, guess what? They also strike out the most. That means they fail. Every player in baseball will strike out. Every baseball player will make an error. There's a tremendous amount of failure um, in, in, in baseball. And, and, and do you know that, that that can really play games on, on, on a mind, on a weak mind? One of the reasons why so many athletes don't continue to play baseball, because they almost all do. Almost every little kid plays like some form of little league or t-ball, but they stop. Why? Because it's too much failure. It's too hard. Now, athletes are are not the only people to experience failure. Remember, I was I, I was in sales for a long time, and we we figured that we needed to make two hundred phone calls on on Mondays, 200 cold calls, people we didn't know and had never talked to uh, on on Mondays in order to set 25 appointments. And if we set those 25 appointments, then we would, you know, make two sales or close two deals. That meant that 175 phone calls were absolute failures. Imagine that every Monday failing 175 times. And more than the 27 or the 20 sales calls, more than, than 20 of the 25 would end up in face-to-face rejection. Well, in order to make it in this world, you, you, you must learn how to endure some failure. One of the lessons I've been learning in the, the past few years is, is that despite you know, loving the Lord, despite serving him, despite praying and being around Christians in the workplace, I still experience a, a tremendous amount of, of failure around me. There's no like magic halo just because I, I'm saved by grace. Well, recently, uh, a couple of years ago, Domino's Pizza ran an advertising com- campaign called Failure is an Option. Failure is an Option. And the premise of the ad was that every employee had an opportunity to, to create a new pizza. Uh, and, and it seemed as though any idea was, was acceptable, any idea goes. And, and so, you know, the different employees would, would try their new pizza concept. Well, they show a bunch of cool, you know, and exotic pizzas that sound delicious. Well, but it ends with, with a young lady who's very, you know, you know, drab and, you know, in her disposition and, and, you know, she opens up her box and she says, I don't want to talk about it. And she just 
closes it back up. Well, her pizza concept was so bad that, that she was embarrassed and she didn't even want to talk about it. But the idea of the commercial was that it was okay that she failed. It was okay that many of them failed because at the end, Domino's Pizza would create some new pizzas that we would all be excited about. And, and, and they did. And ironically, a few years after that commercial, Domino's actually transformed their entire franchise. And Domino's now serves uh, Italian dishes and then they drop pizza from, from their name. Why? Because they, they, they took the gamble and the risk of failing and they, they, their ability to explore uh, new thinking and, and new ideas transformed their company. But it began with many failed attempts at improvement. So what is failure? Well, simply put, failure is the condition of not meeting a desirable or intended objective. You, you had a, an intention or a desire and you didn't meet it. And so you feel like you failed. And usually failure is measured against a, a current belief system of what success is. And so the problem with basing success on predetermined performance-based results is that we, we don't always know what the best result is. We think we do. But imagine if nothing ever changed. We would, you know, still be, you know, cracking rock and, you know, making, you know, circled rocks into tires or something. Well, too many times we wrongly label something as a failure because we didn't meet our false expectations. And, and think about how many times things don't go as planned or as they turned out, but they turn out even better. You know, it's that idea when life throws you a lemon, you make lemonade. So failing is not failure. So failure is not the opposite of success either. It's part of success. Dave Ramsey, the financial guru of our time, says success is built on heaps of failure. Success is built on heaps of failure. The greatest innovators of the past century experienced uh, their fair share of failure. Henry Ford said, failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. And Henry Ford founded two automobile companies um, after he had failed previously. Walt Disney found his way to Hollywood after many personal failures. He was, he was once fired from a newspaper because he told, get this, he lacked creativity. His first animation company called, uh, you know, the, the uh, Laughagram Films was forced to close because he, he couldn't figure out how to be profitable. He was creative, but not profitable. Arianna Huffington, co-founder of the Huffington Post, failed many times in her life. Her second book was rejected by 36 publishers, 36 rejections for her book. Bill Gates didn't even, uh, you know, he, he didn't earn his fortune immediately. He, he tried to sell the idea alongside his business partner, Paul Allen, uh, many times before Microsoft took off. Same thing with Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was actually fired from the company he, he created. Think about that one for a second. And so we see many, many different famous people who've had their fair share of, of, of failures. Pete Carroll, one of my favorites, was, was fired from two consecutive NFL head coaching jobs. The crazy thing about that is while everybody said he was a complete failure in the NFL before he came to the Seahawks, both teams he went to the playoffs with. Now get that. 
he took his teams to the playoffs, but they didn't win the Super Bowl, so it was considered a failure. Milton Hershey started three candy companies before he finally, uh, you know, landed uh, the the Lancaster Lancaster. You got to say it the right way. Caramel Company, which is now infamous for you know Hershey's milk chocolate. Well, we can go on and on. We can, you know, everybody knows about Colonel Sanders and being 56 years old and getting that first, you know, paycheck, you know, for, for you know, retirement saying, whoa, I'm not going to be able to make it. And the only thing he had was his little chicken recipe. And a thousand times he was rejected before a restaurant finally gave him a shot. And the rest is history. Well, I'm really concerned that Christians then have a... a, a a deterministic viewpoint for their lives. Not, not, not to make this a Calvinistic Arminian debate, but, but my Calvinistic friends, you know, think, well, all my troubles are God ordained. So what am I going to do? You know, God ordained it. That's that. And my Arminian friends then think that they have the freedom to do anything and everything they want. And if they fail, then, well, then I'm just no good. <laughs> I mean, these are just two different sides of a, of ultra negative coins. And I want to encourage you on two levels. One, that, that life will have obstacles. And two, it's not the end of the world if, if you take some lickings. Everybody takes a licking. If you're not prepared to be wrong, then, then you'll never come up with anything, anything new, anything original. You must be willing to risk in order to be uh, unique and creative. Then then the idea of, of this great fear for failure uh, needs to be eliminated. And I want to encourage you, this phrase, failure is an option. It is an option. Absolutely, it's an option. You know, you've heard this idea, you know, there, we cannot fail. You must not fail. Well, sometimes you have to fail. Originals, original people, original ideas are, are, are nonconformist by definition, People that not only have new ideas, but take action to champion them. There are people who, who stand out and speak up. Originals drive creativity and change in the world. And, and there are people uh, that, that you bet on and they look nothing like, you know, what, what you would expect, really. Originals, though, are quite different from most people. Why? They don't consider failure as 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 an ultimate end that failure is merely just a temporary state and so failure is an option how do, how do we recognize the originals and become more like them well first you must get the notion that our heroes or originals uh, had it easy or or never experienced pain or failure chances are that they've experienced more pain than you could ever consider i i mentioned earlier you know steve jobs of of, of the Apple company, you know, experienced great pain, great agony, and, and, and great suffering in his attempt and long, long journey of creating Apple products. And ultimately, even, even the, the shame and the embarrassment of, of being fired by his own company. Entrepreneurs and leaders, they have fear. They, they have doubts. They, they, they even procrastinate. They have bad ideas. They have lots and lots of bad ideas. But they're successful because of their trials. Thomas Edison said, I, I haven't failed when he was trying to invent the light. I haven't failed. I just found out 10,000 ways how it doesn't work. 
think about that for a second. I haven't failed. I just, I just figured out a couple ways that this doesn't work. And so what happens is that originals or entrepreneurs, that they fail more than anybody else. Why? Because they try more than anybody else. They're so driven by, by their, their excitement for innovation um, that they, 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 they can't see the failing side of it. I remember when my wife first began to homeschool. You know, she was afraid. She was afraid of what the the bad things that might happen. But she didn't consider all the amazing and wonderful things that were above and beyond the norm of education because she was going to have her children at home. So when we come back, we'll explore more of this idea of failure is an option. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. Today we're talking about failure as being an option. Well, let me tell you, failure is an option. It's an option because people fail. It's an option because you fail. It's an option because everybody fails. And get this, the most successful people that we know have failed the most. They just don't stay there. They don't stay in that state of depression or they don't stay in that state of, of failure. They, they keep moving forward. And, and so failure is an option then tends to prevent you from actually failing. Failures are just part of life. If you don't fail, then, then you don't learn and you'll never change. Everybody uh, will, will have some trials. Everybody will have some some tribulations. The, the scriptures tell us that. Romans 5, 1 through 5 states that. James 1, 2 through 4. And in fact, James tells us that we're supposed to consider it joy. Consider it pure joy. Why? Because this trial, this, this failure will produce character. Perseverance. It's a great thing. Say it out loud. Failing is a great thing. When I move through it, when I process it, Romans talks about having glory in our sufferings because it, it, it's it, at the end of the day, the, the way we, we, we buffet ourselves to increase our, our strength. And those who go through these sufferings, they're not put to shame. And this is why the believers that you, you go to, those strong believers, those anchors, they're the ones who have actually been through a lot of trials, right? That's how they learned to be strong. That's how they learned to rely on the Lord. Failure must be a part of your life, so you must embrace it, especially as a believer. One of the reasons why I enjoy reading the Old Testament so much is because it's so painfully obvious. Our, our heroes of, of the faith, they fail all the time, all the time. You know, we don't accept sin as as 
as an acceptable way of living, but we see our heroes of the faith that they, they sin, they fail in their their pursuit to live a holy life, their pursuit to live according to God's word. Adam fails at the beginning as a good leader, of, as a husband. He, he commits the first sin, but he bounces back and he learns the lessons. And, and one of the ways we see that is that his sons are actually following the blood atoning sacrifice ritual that Adam learned when he sinned. So when we see Adam, we see him now following God's ordinances and following God's way. God didn't strike him dead. He gave him another chance to do better, and he did. Abraham, Abraham, Father Abraham, a man of the faith, Hebrews 11, the, the ring of honor, the heroes, one of the heroes of the faith. Abraham lacked faith at times. In fact, twice he lied because he lacked faith. He moved his entire family to Egypt. Really, because he didn't trust that God, who had said, go to the promised land, I will take care of you. Well, when the going got too tough, a famine, and believe me, as a parent, I, I get it. I'm not, I'm not rebuking Abraham. I don't know what I would have done, but Abraham then, in his, his lack of faith, moved the family to, to Egypt. Well, that was an epic fail, as it were. But 75 Hebrews entered Egypt and... Approximately 2 million came out as a nation. God turned that failure into a nation-building time. You know, Moses failed. He, he, he failed in his temper. He killed a man, and that's why he was exiled. And then he, he lacked the faith to be the leader God wanted, to, wanted him to be. He tried to push it off on Aaron, right? I, I can't do this. I can't speak. I'm no good. Well, God turned Moses into one of the greatest leaders we've ever seen. God turned him into the shepherd of his people. And Moses was the one who led Israel out of Egypt. He failed. David failed as a king, as a father. David failed about every way you can. But, 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 but when you look at David, when you study David, you see why David is a man after God's own heart. And I and I would say this, David is a man after God's own heart because failure was an option. David failed, but then his response, and that's what we're talking about, his response to that failure was incredible. Time after time, he, he repented and he went back to the Lord. And then we see these, these awesome stances that, that David has and you know, whether it was, you know, humbling himself before the king after cutting his robe or, you know, before David and Goliath and, and just, you know, taking up the, the banner for God. But, but David was a failure. You know, some of our heroes, you know, were willing to fail. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know what? They put their lives on the line. They put their money where their mouth is. You know what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't have? They didn't have the book of Daniel to read. Okay, I do. I can look back and say, hey, uh, these three guys went to the fiery furnace and, and God saved them. They didn't have that story. They didn't have the benefit of that. They were willing, though, to, to stand up for God and, and to fail. But God didn't let them fail. Elijah was willing to fail before everybody when he challenged the Baal priests. But God didn't let him fail in that moment. Esther was willing to die when she spoke out of protocol to, to the king, but God didn't let her fail. Noah, for a hundred years, was being mocked and ridiculed and, and, and building that boat. The ark 
but God didn't let them fail. But they were willing, willing to fail. Those, all those stories could have gone very, very differently, right? And many times in the Bible, we see that those stories do, that they do fail. Failure is an option, but then God steps in and does amazing things. I think of Brother Job, who, who didn't escape torment just because he was faithful to God. And so we need to get the idea out of our minds that we're just, you know, here to play it safe and that things are just going to be awesome and amazing because we're awesome and amazing. Job was awesome and amazing and it was rough for him. Jesus was countercultural. Jesus was a bit of a radical and yet, you know, he, he endured trials. He endured struggles because of that, like being persecuted innocently and dying on the cross. For our sins. One of my favorite poems centers around the idea of being able to, to put failure at, at risk. See, that's one of the things. We're, we're, we're too safe. We're too cautious. So this poem says, to laugh is to risk appearing a fool. To weep is to risk appearing sentimental. To reach out to another is to risk involvement. To expose feelings is to risk exposing your true self. To place your ideas and dreams before a crowd is to risk their loss. To love is to risk not being loved in return. To live is to risk dying. To hope is to risk despair. To try is to risk failure. But risks must be taken because the greatest hazard in life is to risk nothing. The person who risks nothing, does nothing, has nothing, is nothing. He may avoid suffering and sorrow, but he cannot learn, feel, change, grow, or live. Chained by his servitude, he is a slave who has forfeited all freedom. Only a person who risks is free. Now, unfortunately, the author is unknown for that, or otherwise I'd be happy to give credit. Failure. Failure then requires an element of risk. And the biggest risk of all is the risk to failure, but failure is an option. The Mustang Way at Rainier Christian Schools is one of our organizational uh, culture phrases. And, and, and the Mustang Way includes an element of failure is an option. What does that mean? Does that mean that we accept excuses? Does that mean that we have a, a laissez-faire attitude or, or that we rest on our laurels? No, may it never be. It just means do better. But in order to do better, sometimes we have to take some risks. Sometimes we have to have to think about some new ideas, some new ways. We have to challenge the status quo. We have to change. Well, when we do that, we might fail. It means that we come to school ready to be creative, ready to contribute, our unique and talent talents and gifts. And then we grind through to improve our product in the process, having an idea that that, you know, we can be the greatest Christian school in the world, but we have to go for it. We have to let it rip. And our greatest obstacles are inability to, to, to then be completely transparent with our, our new ideas and to freely express our top concerns so that we can all openly strategize. I really think that it's important for us as believers to, to consider this, uh, I think part of this is is in a in an attempt to be humble before the Lord. Sometimes we uh, we we mismanage our, our our risk assessment, you know. And and unfortunately, I know that right now in America, uh, 
you know, way too many people are, are depressed with their life. They're unsatisfied. They're discontent. And, 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 and I would say, especially as believers, we'll, we'll risk more. It's okay if you fail. Try again. I, I, I've, I've experienced some, some very interesting situations. Maybe you call them failures. I was part owner of two companies uh, that I held over a million shares of stock. And so, you know what, if this company blinks, I'm a multimillionaire. Well, it didn't go the way we wanted it to go. But there were other things that came out of those businesses that, that were better lessons than getting cash. So failure is not the end of the world. Failure is an option because it's the path towards great opportunities. Failure is an option because it becomes our story or, in the case of believers, our testimony. Our story about how God saved a wretched sinner like me, how God makes a new creature out of an old sinful person and how we're born again and indifferent. Why? Because we failed. Failure is an option because you can always learn from your mistakes, grow from your failures, and improve on your experiences. So think again, Christian. You've been listening to Think Again, Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273.